Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. There's been times in my life Felt so that I had no one to call my own. That's when you came my way just to let me know that I've always got some place to go. When my life was bound in chains, you set me free, keep on making a way for me, to keep on making a way for me. Uh, we thank God. We give all praise to our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who is above all, can do all, has all power. We give him all praise. This is Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kenston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you once again to another edition of Living the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. We are taking a look tonight at the book of Luke, chapter 14, Luke, chapter 14 with a special focus on verse 27, Luke 14, verse 27, from the New International Version of Scripture reads, And whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Once again, Whoever does, does not carry their cross, follow me, cannot be my disciple. We're working from a theme this evening, the cost of following Jesus. Cost of following Jesus. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Praise you. being who you are. We thank you, Father, for doing that. Have mercy on us, Father. Forgive us of our sins and our wickedness which we have committed against you. 
speak to us tonight, Father, that you may better put into practice, better do your will in the earth. Praise the glory. Here in Luke chapter 14, verses 25 down through 35. Again, the cost of being a disciple. We understand that there is a cost associated. We talked about this earlier today with being a Christian. It's the highest cost you will ever pay. It's the most expensive cost you will ever incur. Because in order to be a Christian, you must give to God everything. All your heart, your soul, your strength, and your mind must be given to God. Now, God, on the other hand, he gives us something in return. If we give him all of ourselves, God gives us himself. And he he plants in us his Holy Spirit. Once we give God ourselves, God in turn gives us himself. So you've got to give if you don't if you don't receive from God the Spirit of God, it's because you haven't given to God what he's looking for out of you. Which is yourself. Now, the cost of being a disciple, the Bible says that there were large crowds that were running behind Jesus, large crowds that were traveling with Jesus. And turning to them, he said, if anyone comes after me, and does not hate his father or mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. Now, this was very powerful, children of God. The King James and the New International, it actually says hate your father and mother, your wife, your brother and your sister. Some of the closest groups to you, the Bible is saying hate. Now, not that you go out and that you hate your mother and your father and your brother and your sister. That's not what the Scripture is talking about. But what the Scripture is saying to us is that compared to the love that we have for Christ, compared to the love for God that we are to have, even the love for our parents, even the love for our brothers and even the love for our own life is ought to look like hatred. So our love for God is supposed to be of such a magnitude that it makes all the other love in our life seem like hatred. And says, and whoever does not carry their cross. Now, this is very interesting because when you think of a cross, Jesus gives us imagery. Suffering, 
for the gospel, suffering for the truth, suffering for the kingdom of God. He says that whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Now, we cannot be a disciple of Christ unless we are willing to carry our cross. Unless we are willing to, to now, now carrying your cross is indicative that that, that you are going with it. It's, it's not just something that somebody else has has given to you or has, or has put on you, but when you carry your cross, that means you are taking it with you. So what we've got to understand is that we have a responsibility to carry our cross. There are some crosses, there are some sufferings, there are some, some hardships, some difficulties that we've got to take right with us wherever we go. Carry your crosses. See, that that Jesus pointed this out because he knows that the adversary will try to get you and I to do just like he tried to get Jesus to do. Try to get Jesus to uh, somehow uh, try to get out of his suffering, and he'll try to do it to you, me, me, and you. There's a certain amount of suffering that we have to go through as children of God. We can't try to escape it. We can't try to run from it. We've got to go through it. And here, Jesus said, look, you've got to be willing to carry a cross. You've got to be willing to follow me. Now, we've got two things here. We've got carrying a cross, and we've got following Jesus. Now, because we got individuals that try to get out of carrying a cross, one thing, and then number two, because you've got individuals that try to get out of following Jesus, Either one of these two will get you in trouble in life. Not carrying your cross in life and not following Jesus will get you in trouble in life. We have to do both of these things in order to please God and in order to end up where God wants us to go. Now, we don't want to carry our cross. We might get to where God wants us to get, but we won't get there like God wants us to get there. Now, if we're following Jesus, we might get we might get to where God wants us to be, but we're not gonna get we're not gonna be like He wants us to be because we're not carrying the cross. So we see that carrying the cross and following Jesus is necessary to be and to to do what God wants us to do. Carrying that cross will will prepare us for where God is taking us. It will give us the it will it will season us like God wants us to be seated, in order to end up, and following Jesus will have us end up where God wants us to be. So carrying the cross will season us, and then following Jesus will have us ending up where God wants us to end up. So we've got to be seasoned by God in order to end up where God wants us to be in this, wants us to end up. Now, either one of them, Without either one of them, you're going to have a problem with God. All right? Um, and what I'm thinking of here is I'm thinking of some food, maybe a dish or meal that, that we like to eat. We've got to season it like it's supposed to, and we've got to cook it as long as it's supposed to. Either either one of those we don't do. Let's say you want some chicken, some good chicken for tonight for dinner. If it's not seasoned properly, even if you cook it as long as, long as you're supposed to cook it, it's not going to turn out right because it hasn't been seasoned properly. It hasn't been 
given the proper herbs and spices in it. Or if you put the proper herbs and spices in it, but you don't let it cook as long as it's supposed to cook, it's going to give you problems because it's got to be seasoned and it's got to stay in long enough. Children of God, we have got to be seasoned as children of God. That's what God's cross, that's what the cross will do in each one of our lives. It will give us the proper seasoning that each one of us needs. You know, we've all got different crosses. We all have to suffer uh, different things. And what this does is it, 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 it prepares us for where God wants us to end up, but it prepares us for what God has in store for us. So whoever does not carry the cross and follow me, remember, carrying a cross, and following God is what will will what will present will 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 have you and I ready for what God has in store for you. Jesus goes on and he gives an example. He says, Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money um to complete it? Now it's no different than Christianity. You've got to make sure that you've got what it takes to finish out. It's not a, it's not enough to start out in Christianity. See, you a lot of people start out. This is the thing about visiting Africa I often think about. So many times you see people that have started building houses or started building buildings, but they didn't have the money to finish or they didn't finish. So the building just sits there unfinished. See, it just sits there. It just sits there sometimes for decades, just unfinished, just unfinished building. Well, immediately I'm thinking to myself, didn't these people know ahead of schedule? Didn't they know they had to have enough money to finish the project? It's not enough to start your Christianity. There are individuals that started out in Christianity, didn't finish up in Christianity, ended up in hell. You and I have to finish up in Christianity, not just start up. It's one thing to get started with the church and get started with the ministry and to get started. That's, that's one thing. But it's another thing the scripture says to be able for if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you. Mm-hmm. So we want to finish. You say, Apostle, what, what are you saying to us? We want to finish our walk with God. We want our walk with God to finish better than it started. We want our relationship with Christ to finish better than it started. So let us finish. We're talking about the cost. That's one of the costs of following Jesus. You you need to you need to carry on to the finish. Talked about how that you know it costs you everything you got, all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, all your mind. But one of the costs of following Jesus is that you will finish your Christian walk. You don't want to get to a place uh, uh, down the road where you say, I don't. You know, you've been a Christian most of your life, or you've been a Christian for just about all of your life, then all of a sudden, you know, have some, some trials or some tribulations and say, I, I don't think this, this Christianity thing is for me. See, then all of that that you have done is wasted. Like It's like dying on your deathbed, cursing God and dying on your deathbed. That's crazy. You've been a Christian all your life, then you want to curse God on your deathbed. That means all of that is wasted. We want to finish up with the Lord. So you wanna you, you, you wanna build a tower, you wanna finish you wanna put that last big in praise. 
it, it lasts brick in place. It's a beautiful thing to put the first brick in, brick in place. That's beautiful to, to get started. But the Bible lets us know that the end of a thing is better than its beginning. God says the end of our salvation, the end of our walk with God, the end of our relationship with Christ, so that we are able to finish. I want to encourage you. It's one thing to start marriage. I know a whole lot of people got started in marriage. They didn't finish up in marriage. A lot of people started out in church. A lot of people started out in relationships. Don't 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 look at who who gets started. A lot of teams started out. We talking about the NCAA. A lot of teams started out, what, about 16, 64, 64 teams, 68 or somewhere or something? Now it's down to the final four. And then finally it's going to be down to the last one. Or everybody else goes home a loser. One team, one team goes home as a winner. I pray and my prayer for you is that you'll be that winner in life. That you will not just start your walk with God, that you will not just start your relationship with God, but that you will finish in the name of Jesus. That you will you will take until death do us part. People say, Apostle, how long do you plan to preach? How long do you plan? I plan to, to until death. Or until the Lord say, do something else. Prayer for you. That you'll be able to pay the cost. That you'll be willing to pay the cost that you'll be able to finish in the name. God bless you, children of God. May heaven continue to smile on each of you. Amen. Just to be close to you. Just to be close to you. Just to be close is my desire Lord just to be close to you just to be close to you just to be close to you is my desire. Saints, you can reach us through email at thechristensternchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.ourchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 even 6 p.m. daily. On talk show, call 724-444-7444 and try ID 17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Stern Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our talk show homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen.